Hi, everyone. Welcome to the More to Movement podcast, the show about why your movement matters and how to get optimal results through science-backed practical solutions. You know, there are a lot of things that contribute to success and development. And in my 17 plus years of experience in the field, as well as my own personal growth and development, I've seen the most significant success come from those who adopt two major ideas. These pillars will influence where this podcast is going from here on out. And I'm going to share these two success-driven concepts with you today. Stick around. Welcome to the More to Movement podcast, where we break down the science behind movement and provide you with tangible takeaways so you can take charge of your health and fitness and achieve lasting results. If you're ready to optimize your efforts, move with purpose, and invest in your health and performance with confidence and vigor, you've come to the right place. Here's your host, Pete Rowletter. What's up, movers? Welcome back to the show, and thanks for joining me today. Today is episode number nine, and I've been so excited to start this next phase of my podcast episodes because we're going to start pulling everything together and start chatting about big concepts and topics that will make significant improvements in your movement quality, health, and your fitness goals. And for the exercise professionals listening, this will up your game to the next level. I'm really excited to get started on this. To be honest with you, I've also been a bit overwhelmed. I have so many topics that I want to talk about, and I didn't really know where to go next. I knew I wanted to set the foundation with the principles of movement series that I just wrapped up. So that kept me on the straight and narrow. And I'm glad I did because it's vital to grasp those concepts for optimal development, but now it's time to build on it. And there are so many places that I want to go. This is where we start discussing all the things that enhance your outcomes and put purpose to what we do. So I've gathered my thoughts, got back on track, and now I'm going to add more hands-on topics. Of course, you know me, it'll be science-backed, and I'll discuss the why behind what we do. Because, as you know, I believe the best changes and improvements come when we have a very specific purpose behind everything we do. Some of the specifics I'm adding include improving technique, fixing movement issues, addressing ways to move better, and maximizing your specific results. I'm even going to add some of this content on Instagram. I'll be posting movement sequences to improve mobility and enhance your quality of movement patterns. So be on the lookout for that. But in a nutshell, it's time to focus on methods to add purpose to your training and to help you take ownership of your health, your fitness, and your life. It's an exciting shift and I'm so ready for the next phase. But before I do, I want to discuss two major concepts I'd like you to consider from here on out that can take your results and life to the next level. Let me start by telling you a story. I started in this business as a personal trainer and I have incredibly fond memories of that time. And to this day, I think it's fantastic. I love where I started and I actually still consult as a trainer. So it is very much in the fabric of my professional career. I took a lot of pride in my efforts as a trainer, and I worked really hard and did my best to help my clients improve their fitness and achieve their goals. And I did. I really did. I helped a lot of people, and I did a good job. And the same goes for my own personal fitness. I worked really hard, and I got good results. The longer I trained, the more I started getting specific questions from my clients. You know, the questions used to be fairly simple, and they would be like, How can I lose weight or what's a good exercise for my chest? But the questions started to evolve. I started getting questions like, Pete, why are my feet turning out when I squat? Or 
why have my strength gain stalled? And I found that my responses were surface at best. So I'd say something back like, oh, you may have some weak muscles or you're not working hard enough or you're not doing the right set and rep ranges. And that could be true, but to be honest, I really wasn't evaluating and addressing the possible issues. I was limited. And the same went for my training and my workouts. I worked hard, harder than most, and I got pretty good results. I'd spend hours in the gym, six days a week, because I thought that's what it took for great results. All my idols did that, so that's what I had to do. But I started asking myself similar questions that my clients were asking me. I'd ask myself, why aren't these muscles developing as well as those? Or why do I seem to be using my left side of my body more than my right side? Why this or why that? And of course, finally, why is it taking so long to achieve my results? We all know it takes time to develop, but we're talking months and months for me to see even a little bit of improvement. What I realized is that I knew great workouts that provided great challenges and helped improve general development. But what I lacked was an in-depth understanding of how those workouts elicited changes and how to precisely modify the physiology to enhance adaptation for everyone's unique body and situation, even my own. I thought hard work was enough. In short, my scope was very narrow. I wanted to help more people at higher levels, and I realized that I had to invest in my knowledge base to provide more for my clients and even myself. This leads to the second theme of the story. You see, a part of me was content. What I had and what I was doing was comfortable. Yeah, it could be better, but to do that meant conflict, challenge, and inevitable struggle. And initially, I wasn't ready. You've heard the phrase, ignorance is bliss, and that was very true for me, except I would probably change the wording to fit me better, which was, choice ignorance is faux bliss. I was happy focusing on what I was good at and conveniently ignoring or making excuses for the things that needed improvement. It was okay until I stopped moving forward in my life. Complacency only sufficed for so long, but I wanted more. I needed more. It took time, encouragement, and strength, but I had to step outside my comfort zone to make a change, and it just wasn't in one area. I had to systematically address the things holding me back in all domains of my life. I had to address my weaknesses and habits to grow. Though it was trying and scary, I cannot tell you how enriching it was and has been for my personal growth. So I pursued a graduate degree, better certifications, and more diverse clients with specific wants to challenge my development in the field. But it didn't stop there. I found resources to help me deal with my obstacles, cope with stress, and find ways to see life through a positive lens. The change in perspective helped me establish a mindset, one that influences everything I do. And this story leads us to today and the two major concepts I've adopted that have optimized my success and development. I call them the know-how to how-to sequence and the movement mindset. Let's talk about the first, the know-how to how-to sequence. 
if you know me or if you listen to me for a bit now, you know my favorite two words, optimal and efficient. Hopefully, if any of you are or were one of my students, you read all that off before I could finish. What those two words mean is that you first understand a concept, really understand it, which is the know-how. And second, how to execute it and apply it appropriately to your unique physiological needs. That's the how-to. Why? Why is this important? Because movement is relative. Yes, we all share common movement traits, but how we perform the movement is mitigated by several unique, specific variables that influence our outcomes. If they aren't appropriately addressed, we fall short of optimal development. For example, let's take a squat. If you were to teach it to someone, we would all share the same basic traits, right? Get a good base, control the weight, stay tight, and forcefully stand up with it. There's nothing wrong with that, but from there, so many factors come into play. What is the best stance for that person and why? What if they have muscle imbalance and cannot perform the exercise the way you want them to perform it or the way you described it? Where should the barbell be placed on the individual, up high or down low? Should they use a barbell or should they switch to dumbbells at this point? How does the person's height and limb lengths affect the movement quality? And so on. You see, there's more to movement. There's more to movement. There's more to it than the exercises themselves. The exercises by themselves have great benefits, don't get me wrong. You can still develop and improve in big ways, no doubt, so I don't want you thinking I'm dissing anyone posting or promoting great workouts. Not at all. What I'm saying is that I'm in the business of making workouts work for you. The goal is to get the absolute most out of your efforts, and that means teaching and modifying movements and exercises and making them as effective as possible for you based on you. It takes insight and an ability to deduce from a set of factors what is needed and how to execute it efficiently. This concept makes me think of uh, Sherlock Holmes, and I want to throw a quick shout out to my students, Latch and Tiffany, for chatting with me uh, when I was hit with this analogy. So I hope you guys are listening to this one. Sherlock Holmes can observe and evaluate a scenario and find the solution by connecting all the dots. To optimize your efforts, you need to do the same thing to a degree. It means being observant, knowledgeable, and detailed-oriented. You know, um, I was actually told recently that I'm too detailed-oriented. Look, I know I can be a bit idealistic, but it also produces significant results. Call me too detailed all day. I know what I do and how I do it helps people improve and grow. So sorry, not sorry. I'm not going to change it. So success concept number one, the know-how to how-to sequence. Invest in the knowledge base that can maximize your success. Immerse yourself in it. Then find a way to apply the concepts I present to fit your unique needs. Take the time to understand the topics and play around with it so it works for you. If you're struggling with that, reach out. That's why I'm here and that's why I'm doing this. And I'd be ecstatic to answer your questions. Reach out to me. I'm on Instagram. You can find me at pete.roletter, P-E-T-E dot R-O-H-L-E-D-E-R. The second success concept is the movement mindset. 
With the approach that I just described comes another aspect that I will encourage you to consider daily. It's a concept I introduced in episode number one. It's the movement mindset. To reach your optimal potential in whatever domain in life, master the movement mindset. This has become my motto as well as the most prominent theme I encourage with my clients and students. The movement mindset is going to be a reoccurring theme because without it, your efforts are likened to running on a hamster wheel. You're putting in the effort, but you're not really going anywhere, not efficiently anyways. The goal is to reach your fullest potential. And the best way to do that is to make sure that all your efforts move you somewhere. Get off the proverbial hamster wheel and hit the open road. What is the movement mindset? In a word, it's a lifestyle, meaning it isn't a trend or something you do until you've reached your goals, but something that becomes a part of you and you invest in throughout your life. It's multi-layered with a focus on moving forward and avoiding stagnation. Physically, that means aiming to progress in all aspects that contribute to improved movement and being proactive in addressing barriers in the way of your optimal development. Mentally, it's a focus on working to view setbacks and obstacles as stepping stones to growth, embracing the challenge, and knowing that struggle is what refines you. How will I address the movement mindset? I'm going to focus on three significant factors in my episodes. First, I'm going to encourage you to work on adopting the pillars of movement success, including proper training, correcting movement problems, proper nutrition, recovery and mobility modalities, uh, stress management, just to name a few. Second, I'm going to encourage you to create habits that revolve around movement awareness. Thirdly, I'm going to encourage you to address roadblocks that hinder your physical and mental progress. So success concept number two, master the movement mindset. I hope that you realize that optimal results in fitness and in life come from focused, efficient, and intentional effort to improve, and that the movement mindset is a great tool to help you achieve your goals. These success concepts are simple, but not easy. It takes time to make these changes, but they start one step at a time. Make a goal to implement one thing daily to challenge your status quo and take a step forward. Work to find the courage to confront the areas holding you back and find excitement in the fact that every time you are proactive, you are improving. And that is the path to success and happiness. So tell me, how are you taking action? What areas are you working to grow and improve? Is it your knowledge base on how to exercise? Is it your attention to detail in areas you've neglected like nutrition or mobility? Uh, or is it a trait like reducing excuses or being more attentive to details? Please share it with me. Here, I like to see us as a community of movers and we can all encourage each other. I'd love to hear how you're moving forward. Show me on Instagram, uh, leave a comment or tag me in a photo. Show us how you're moving forward. Awesome, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Next time, I'm jumping into my top three go-to movement assessments to pinpoint areas of improvement. These can be done anywhere and can quickly be performed and evaluated so you can start working on fixing those movement issues. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks again, y'all. Take care of yourselves and remember, wherever you are, keep moving. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of More to Movement with your host, Pete Rowletter. 
If you enjoyed the show, please visit moretomovement.com where you can find this episode's show notes along with more episodes and articles to empower you on your journey.